you know, it's it, it's been a couple weeks since we've recorded, and I'm 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 having that experience where this character that I've that I I'd been trying to be for so many years, yeah, is still con- it's like still dying. I'm noticing it come up when I'm, you know, the feelings of like fear fear of missing out of a thing or a level of like wanting what someone else has. Like I'm starting to see these and why why not me type thoughts, right? Yeah, yeah. Those things are like, those things are cropping up again. And it's like, you know, no matter, like I'm still, you know, it's, I think it's just like, you know, you exist so long in, in, a, way, in a way of living that it just takes time for yourself to defragment from the way your brain chemistry or the way you're, you're, you've acclimated, you know, like my yeah. way of thinking since we started these conversations has totally changed. So like in that in that change that this dissonance occurs when when the old ways are confronting the new ways, and uh, that yeah. seems to be the story of the last week or two for me. Yeah, no, I can get down with that for sure. And I think the other uh, like the, one of the things that I look at during this time of year is just uh, you know the holidays are coming up, and um, you know Thanksgiving, well Halloween more or less sort of kicks it off. Um, but you know, seeing um, or having ideas, I, I guess, about like what I'd want to do for holidays and like being able to buy certain things, um, and then you know the camaraderie with with family and all of that stuff. And for me, it's always like it's always been a challenge. I always get some like weird energies that start happening during this during this period. Um, Right. And, you know, I, we'll see how it goes this year, but um, all of the the years prior, you know, every year it just sort of gets a little bit less and less intense. But it's always been like a six-week six week thing for me ever since I moved to Atlanta where, you know, it's like I can't just pop over to mom's place for Christmas dinner, you know, like it's, uh, it's just a little you- bit. How do you approach it? Like, what have you been doing? Do you go out of town or do you stay in town? What do you do? Well, I normally stay, I normally stay here in Atlanta, but you know, look, I get, I get sort of locked up during it. Like I'm not able to really do anything. Cause I have the, I, I feel like if I go to, if I go back home or where, where I grew up, if I go back there, then I feel like I've left out other members of my family that are in different parts of the country and vice versa. And, um, so I normally just sort of hang out, uh, go up to this, um, like for Thanksgiving, I, I go up to this, um, this bar on, uh, in Atlanta here in the Highlands I'd go up and have Turkey dinner for like 15 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Sit there and yeah, you know, like just, they, they do a nice job. So I enjoy that. Um, maybe play some golf. And then I also, I think I also try to um, like extend myself to like other other organizations in the sense where like I'll I'll cook a turkey or like do something like for a uh, a charitable organization during the holidays. Maybe send some money anonymously to some places and like just try to just try to make a contribution somewhere. Um, and I've been doing that for a few years now and. Yeah, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. It's it's tough. You know, man, it's tough. Like when 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 I started to see the relationship to all of these sort of man-made things or like, you know, these the, like giving gifts and stuff and like celebrating birthdays and um like it just it became a bit funny to me, you know? Like it it just became uh yeah, it like for me it started out as funny it started out as really weird when i realized like this doesn't make any sense why are we doing this all holidays in general i was just like yeah yeah why you know i didn't understand it so i was just kind of upset at it or angry at it that this is what we had to do and i also think there was some stuff i was working through too just in just my relationship with how my holidays were and then weren't you know yeah um but yeah, I feel I feel the same way, man. It's just it's just it's 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 become almost like um, a responsibility now. It's like I I'm, yeah. I just got to kind of like just grip my teeth and, and do it. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. 
the difference um, when you're a thousand miles away from everybody, it's a little bit different. Um, just in the sense that, you know, in order for me to be there, I got to jump on an airplane. Yeah. Um, and do you have, do you have nieces and nephews now? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we have, um, uh, my sister's, my sister's expecting, so that's cool. That, that'll change the, the ground a little bit. And I want to be, I want to be around for that, you know, the coming years, but nothing, uh, nothing like that as at the moment. So I want to, I want to, I want to make a sharp transition right now. <laughs> yeah. Make the pivot, make the pivot. Here it goes. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've kind of like, uh, how do I say this? It's almost as if I'm not really practicing or playing around with or reading or studying any of the stuff we've been talking about up to this point. Yeah. I've just kind of like, like the spiritual stuff or the esoteric wisdom or the philosophy or the Krishnamurti or any of those, any of these yogic traditions. It's almost as if I've just kind of, I just stopped. Yeah. How's it going? It's I'm having to think about it because I haven't thought about it. I wanted to share it with you before I really explored it. But it's it's almost like and I think this happens. It comes in waves, you know, like your curiosity takes you for a little bit and then it drops you, you know? Yeah. And it just feels like I'm reacclimating or I'm acclimating to a new way of being because I know there's no answers. And I know there's no system, there's no way, there's no nothing. Like everything just is. Yeah. And and there's like the quality of my experience, there's no way to measure it against anything else. And there's no there's no goal to reach in any way at all. So I'm just kind of like, uh, you know, like I guess I don't have to do anything, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um I understand that. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like my interests in my, like that my interests are changing. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Like, is it, are you, is it like a neutral thing or is there like some, um, I guess friction with what you think you should be doing? It feels like, it's it's it feels weird because I'll be in, in in circumstances or situations where where I'm aware that that I have expressed things and I have read and learned things that could apply to the circumstance or situation. Mm -hmm. And it's almost as if I'm asking my the wellspring of my knowledge to to bring forth the fruit and the fruit doesn't want to want to appear. So it's like, oh. I guess I don't need to know anything right now or, Oh, I guess, I guess my way of perceiving this situation or having an experience with this moment or whatever the case may be, isn't what it used to be. If that makes any sense. Like it's, it's almost like this weird dynamic where my, my brain's trying to access parts of my subconscious that uh, just don't want to be meddled with. Right. Yeah, no, I understand, man. Like, I think, um, I think, um, I mean, I've like for me, for me, it just, um, it just, it's a very wave-like thing. So it's, it, um, you know, it's sort of the now you see it, now you don't idea, um, and. One of the things I've learned is to not place as much judgment on myself um, with uh, maybe my behavior or what I'm ex what I think I'm expected to do or expected to be. And so it's more like just just taking a look at it and um, just leaving it alone. You know, like I don't. I'm never in a spot really anymore where I'm trying to add anything to my life or like trying to add anything to my toolbox. Like I'm not like sifting through information as much or, you know, getting hooked on random things like to get any better or to, to,
to be a, a, a you know a different person like it is what it is and if i'm fighting if i'm fighting what it is like however i'm moving through moving through life then i'm just causing a lot i'm just causing more problems you know um so it's it's for me it's always been it's always about removal you know and then leaving it right like not not jumping into something that doesn't need doesn't need to be messed with yeah it's and that's that's what it 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 feels it feels like it's it's at certain points it feels like a the old zen way of of like literally you're doing just to do or experiencing just to experience that there needs to be no there is no deeper truth at all it's just like being yeah no 100 percent. it's 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 just um and look, I, we've talked about this a few times, but I always go back to the Joker, you know, in, in the dark night. And anytime I need a refresher course on on free will and like beingness, I just watch I just watch that movie. Because, um, you know, it's like one of the few characters that's ever been. Um, that at least I, I've been able to come across that. Doesn't doesn't do things in relationship to anyone else like just does just does things for doing things and so like you know sometimes i'll get wrapped up in oh you know i'm doing this wrong or like i didn't say the right thing or you know trying to control my behavior yeah and the only reason why I'm trying to control my behavior is because I have an expectation about how I think I should behave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing more so. pure than, than actions taking themselves. Like there's just like, before we started this recording, I was on, I was playing the EverQuest and I just was inspired. I just wanted to stream and create. And I wanted to, I just wanted to take people from one place to another place, help them help the players on the game is basically what I wanted to do. I want to get on there and just help new players do whatever they were trying to do. Right. Now there's no reason for it. I, you know, like I was just like, this feels like something I want to do for the sake of being done. It's, and it's that weird feeling. And Melissa was asking me about this the other day, but, or, or maybe it was uh, one of my sponsees, but they were asking me like, where's choice? Like, where is your free will and all this? Because like, you know, I was trying to explain like that, like, the only real choice that, that we have is the, is the choice to be aware of what is going on. But like the whole game is a game of seeing and paying attention to what's actually going on. That's the only choice there really is. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I examine that it's like, okay, well, let's examine that for a second. What do I actually mean by that? I mean that what you're doing is you're paying attention to where these thoughts and feelings are coming from. And you start to see that they're coming from nowhere. Like we're not choosing any of this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, you know, it's for me, the Joker metaphor is perfect because, you know, it's kind of extreme. He's a bit of a villain, right? Like per- perceivably yeah, but, a villain. But that like what you just said there, though, that's that's the um, I've attached something to that. Right. <laughs> like i i put i because when i first watched that movie and i first watched that character i'd be like oh that's a bad guy right and over the years as i've shifted a little bit i i went back and looked at that character and, and didn't have any label on how he should behave or how he shouldn't behave so if you just and i'm like i'm not saying i would i'm not interested in blowing up a hospital right like I'm not, I'm not personally interested in behaving that way, but if you just look at the, like the raw action, like the, just the beingness and the raw action of that character, it's really pure. Like, it's just, it's just somebody doing, doing things. It's very Zen-like, you know? And, um, even that, even there's that great scene where he walks in with all the gangsters, you know, and they've got the money that's piled up. And uh, the guys were like, hey, you're burning all of our money. And he goes, no, I'm just burning my half. Right? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah. He was just getting rid of his half, like not <laughs> wasn't doing it because of them. Right. Like he was just doing it for him. And um, man, you know, what a hot take. Like that, it's making me want to watch the movie again. No, it's great. And I look, I've been I've been pushing it off on guys for a while now because like but. When I bring it up to people, they think I'm a crazy guy because it's like they think I'm condoning that behavior. And I was like, no, I'm not condoning or not condoning it. I'm not using I'm not looking at it that way. I'm just looking at like the pure experience of being. If you just look at a being in a game, like doing things, whatever those things are right? Like that guy's just doing things. I mean, it's, it's such a beautiful, such a beautiful character of freedom. And they're like, oh, well, you know, he's a, that, that guy's a, you know, he's a psychopath and whatever. And I always say, well, there's a really, really fine line between being in a padded cell and experiencing enlightenment, right? Like, and there's a lot of things where like, if you look back historically, like some readings and stories, of people that have reached a state of, of non-attachment, like whatever's going around, whatever's going on around them, they just start doing it. Like if there's a riot going on, like, and it's in close proximity to somebody that's sitting there, they're just going to join the riot because there, (laughs) there is no, there is, there is no label on anything. It's like, Oh, well, let's just do this. Right. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a, it's just a thing. It's just a doing, it's just a, you know, you're just doing something. So it's a hyper, it's a hyper example, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the way that is the way in which I view the world. Like I, I think everybody is in their own way. Like everybody's doing what they're doing, not realizing what they're doing. Like that's kind of, but like, this is the thing I've realized this week kind of is like, that's a story I'm choosing to choosing to operate with. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth. Yeah, who knows? I, I think that, um, and we kind of talked on this before, but I, you know, I was talking to a guy a few days ago, and I said, well, you know, what would happen if we just deleted your name? <laughs> like, what? What would? What do you think you'd do if if every single thing of your identity as a as a as a person, as a character, if all of that was cut out from you, like if that was just cut and you didn't have a name, like you were, you were totally nameless. And the only way that somebody would like recognize you is just by pointing like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there is no him or her or like label or any sort of pronoun uses. It's just like, Oh, there, you know, like what would, like, what would you do? I mean, and so, and I don't even know because I've never experienced, I've never experienced being nameless, but you haven't. No, not in that capacity. Like not, not in, not in like a, 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 a total, a total package place, you know, like, cause as but, soon as but you've described, you've described moments, you've described yeah, moments. Yeah. That's not permanent by any stretch. Right. So there's no permanence to that. It, it, it ends up. I step outside the door and I go to the coffee shop and it's like, Oh, Hey, Peter, you're regular. You're usual. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, who's, or who, who orders that every single, every single day, you know, like Peter does. Right. So it's all of a sudden I get a, a label that's put, put back on. And then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in this uh, sort of up and down right and wrong place. And um, it's just an interesting it's an interesting question to pose, you know, what, what would a person do if, if you didn't have a name and like, would I, would I walk around in complete spontaneity? Like, would I walk around and, and I, I have to believe at least for me, like when I'm experiencing myself the most freest where I don't have like a lot of labels going on or thinking going on, it's just, it's total spontaneity. Like I, I'm just going to do that. Like, <laughs> Dude, I had the crazy, I had a crazy, the crazy, I had a crazy experience this morning. And it, I mean, I guess it's not going to sound that crazy, but I was driving to work daydreaming about what I wanted to do today. Right. I, I've been feeling all this creative energy today and all these ideas of things I wanted to create and things I wanted to do were popping in my head. Yeah. And so I hop on shared space, 
right? And I start sharing about it. I'm talking about it out loud to myself in the car. Yeah. And the weirdest thing happened. It was like, there was like a wrench in my gut. And like, like I, I was the, the desire, like it like left me and it was kind of a bum out because I realized in that moment, I don't actually want the things I think I want. Yeah. And I arrived at what you just described. Well, what is it that I actually want? Presence and spontaneity in the moment, just whatever is. Yeah. Be part of what is and be part of this, this creative expression as it's always occurring through all moments of time and space. Mm-hmm. So I don't get to decide in the ether of the creative realm in my head, all these, it's sure there's all these ideas popping up, but it was like, so for, I used to just be so attached to those things and just like, try to like make those things happen all the time. And I guess my experience has taught me that that is not the way. Yeah. And if, if you, if you think about it, it's sort of crazy because like we have all of these different we have all these different things that have been put in place, like different structural things. I mean, think of, uh, think of age, right? Think of like how we calculate someone's age or think of the calendar or think of like just time in general. Think of like all of these, these things that have been made up to, um, I don't know, provide some sort of organization for how we live, you know? And if you take away time and you take away names and you take away like ages and you take away all of those different labels um, off the rip and like those don't exist, then like you wouldn't say that person's old or that person's young. Like you wouldn't say, um, right, like um, they're this or they're that. There would be no it would just be a pure experience of like, Oh, that, right. Like, so in all of the stuff, all of the stuff is generated out of those sort of structural, uh, illusions, I guess, you know, they just, they're just made up. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it would change the whole dynamics of our world. I mean, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have this idea of like, Oh, that person's too old for me or that person's too young for me or, Oh, that person's too smart for me or that person's too stupid for me. You know, like there'd be no, it wouldn't, you wouldn't have that. Um, Yeah. 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 It's interesting to, it's like on a, on a, on a deep level, it's interesting to think about how crazy I can be just thinking of like, just recognizing that that's, that's like what my, what my, what this, what this world is like, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's how like we're, I guess it's, it's how it's, it's the way in which we uh, operate and move around the world. We use language to denote differences. Yeah. Um, but it's all about, it's all about, it's all about control. It's all, it's all about, it's all about having uh having a, having the illusory control and the, like the, the, the structure, the, the made up structure. I mean, that, that's, that's what it, that's what it is. I mean, but what about a kid who's just like, you know, you, you see like a little kid all the time, like, Oh, that, Oh, his dress is funny or, Oh, yeah, but they look at her hair. They haven't been fucked up yet. Right. But they're still pointing out like differences and they're still attempting to communicate through language, a level of, of difference. Yeah. At the time, but there's nothing to compare it to. It's just, it just is what it, it's just, it's just that it's just, it's pure. It's just pure form of what it is. Right. You know, it's not like that's funny because that isn't funny. It's just that's fun. Like that creates laughter, you know? Yeah. And then, I mean, think about, think about uh, life in general, right? Like think about, I mean, I think I was a pretty happy kid. Like when I was two and three, you know, I mean, I was just, running around causing a bunch of trouble all the time, you know, like just, just doing things all the time. And um, even like laughter and just, you know, that joy of being around and like, where did that all go? Like it, it starts, it goes away because I have all these different, these different points to compare it to. And I start thinking about a whole bunch of different stuff 
that, you know, really doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. Dude. It's, it's a, a friend told me this week, they said a new friend that I uh, said when they first met me or, or they said that I was so positive that they, they were like, what is this guy trying to sell? Yeah. Like they, they thought like I was, uh, yeah, see? it was weird to them. And yeah. so when he asked me about it uh, over the weekend, I was like, well, really, it's, it, I think it's because of what we've been doing on this show, the meditation and the practicing these disciplines, because what it's doing is it's making me more childlike. Like I'm not concerned about what anybody really thinks, or I'm not really concerned. I'm like, I'm going to be positive. Like I'm going to be contribute and try to be helpful and try to show up. It's like, and that's all yeah, just I think because that's more the natural state, you know, I think that's more, I think that's more like just the beingness of, of, of walking around. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny when you start viewing the, all the world and all the different things in it as a game, you start to see that like one, you don't take it so seriously, which is a joker quote, which is like, why, why so serious? Right. Yeah. Why so serious son? You know, all of a sudden I'm not so serious about things. And then I, and you start to realize like you don't have to be involved. You don't have to emotionally get involved in what's occurring. Yeah. But, and, and look, I mean, there's this, it makes it, it, it also can make it, uh, it can make it challenging for those that might misunderstand, you know, it, it can make it, um, it can make it um, a challenging to play the game or to play the games because you know, you get the question, well, um, why are you laughing? Like, that's not funny. Or, um, you know, why don't you apologize? Like, you know, you start having these things come up and, you know, like, oh, I, I want you to really care. Like, I really, I want you to like, relationships are great for this because it's like, oh, I want you to fight for me. And I'm like, it isn't my business to fight for you. Like, I, there's nothing I can fight for, you know? I mean, here I am being me doing the deal, doing this thing. Like that's your responsibility. I, I, you know, I can't, I can't fight for you. So, you know what I mean? Like that might mean letting that, letting that go, like letting, like having, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting because it's so against what we're taught culturally because like you, the idea is you fight for the person you care about. Right. But once you fight for love, fight for love, fight for love, you can fight, fight for the power, dude. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just weird. Once you start to realize what, like you question, what is it that I'm actually fighting for? Right. And then it breaks down. I mean, I had this experience over the, yesterday i think it was uh where i felt anger i felt intense anger like i wanted to like i guess i should share the story we had people move in furniture into the new uh bedroom right and these guys they all came in they moved it they set it up uh and then they left and they left it and they didn't they didn't even actually finish the job and right. when, and when melissa asked them before they left if they could move the bed frame they said that it was too heavy for them to move it. Okay. And then they left and I walk up there and I was pissed that they didn't help her. Right. Like, I'm like, why wouldn't somebody be helpful here? So I'm angry as hell, super pissed. And I, and I walk up there and we easily slide it over. And by this point I was just, dude, I was ready to yeah, fight. Dude. Yeah, I was yeah. ready to fight. And it's so yeah. funny because like that to me, that's fighting for love, I think, but I don't actually know if that's the case. Because I haven't examined it yet. I just kind of just let it occur. You know, I was just like, whatever. But that's interesting. It is interesting because I was ready to throw down. Like I, I was like, call them back. Tell them we're having them come back here. I answered the door. I went up with them up into the room. I took the lotus position on the ground. I literally sat down crisscross applesauce while they finished the job they were supposed to do. Because I just could, all I could do was meditate through it. I just, I was like visceral in my body how upset i was yeah yeah and see like i can completely identify with that you know and that's that's the that's the thing where 
it's not going my way. Or there's right? an expectation of how it should go. Yeah, and there's not it's not going my way because I have an idea of how I think it should be. And then these people just don't understand. They're, they don't they don't they don't get what they're doing. But right? also, but uh, to be fair though, like people you pay money, people come into your house with a with a single girl, like like girl by herself who can't move a thing by herself and they don't help. Yeah, I know. Like I I but see, you have I have to look at that in the context. I have to look at that in the context of of the game, you know, and be like, uh, and I probably would have responded much like you did, right? But like, <laughs> but, which is I have, I have you, to resp- I I have to I have to look at it and go, like based on what, like the energy that we paid to have this service provided, right? Like these people didn't match, like it didn't match up with the service that we paid for. But it wasn't even about payment. It was like ethics and morality. And, no, and this is the, but this is no, the thing after, after it happened. And Melissa was like, I don't think I've ever seen you ang- as angry as you were, you know, ever. And, and I, and even then I had to explain that there was no just, there was no justify, justify, ju- justifiedness. Is that a word? Justification. Yeah. There was no justification for my anger because a million things could be occurring. One of their kids could be sick in the hospital. They need to get in and get out as quick as possible. They could have had a rough day. There's all these things that could be going on that we know nothing about. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, well, think about this, right? Like, think about if you're at a, if you're at like a public gathering, right? You're like, maybe you're at a bar, like listening to a show or something, right? And there's uh, somebody sitting at that bar, man or woman, doesn't really matter. But let's just say for this case, it's a, it's a female, right? And she's got uh, a bunch of guys around her. Uh, maybe she's out with her friends, right? And these, and you're just sitting there next to them, minding your own business, no, no problem, whatever, right? Um, and then they start like mistreating the, the girls, right? Like saying things that are maybe lewd or, right? Like going too far. Like you can tell that the, the girls aren't comfortable, but yet you're in that environment or like in that space, right? Like I genuinely believe like one of the human things that we have with us is, is compassion and like understanding of another, of another person. And I think we're, we want to protect ourselves. We want to protect that purity. And so I think like a stand-up guy in that situation would just say to those guys, like, fuck off. Like, like somebody, like a dude would step in and say, Hey, you know, can't you see that the, the girls aren't interested in what you're doing? Like, like back off, right? Like this isn't, this isn't okay you know, and like make that stand, not, not because they need to have anything shed on them, but because they're genuinely concerned or interested in the well-being of another, another, another living thing, another living, right. And um, I mean, one of the best scenes in the, in, in, uh, in, from a movie is that scene in Goodwill Hunting when, right. Like it's a great play. It's a great play. And like Will Hunting is a, have you ever seen it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's one of the best. Yeah. So do you remember when he's um, he gets into that bar with the Michael Bolton clone and like yeah. the guy starts regurgitating? He just he essentially starts regurgitating information from a book, right? Yep. And he's uh, making his buddy look like an idiot, right? And Will's in that in that scene, and he's just sort of that guy. He's that maverick. He's that guy that's just sort of you can't put your finger on him. He doesn't look like he should ever be able to talk about anything remotely close to what's being, what's being talked about. And then he steps in on his buddy's behalf. Right. And he steps in on his buddy's behalf genuinely for the genuinely to protect, just to keep his, keep his buddy. Right. Like there's, he is, there's no motivation. Like he doesn't need to show how smart he is. He already, he gets it. Right. And he goes in and, and hands, hands that dude is his shorts, you know, like just lays it, lays it right out and puts them in his place. How you so, like them apples? Yeah, exactly. And then he goes up to the up to the fucking diner at the end of the like that scene and right and puts the number on the bar or on on the window. You know like he's but like that You're that saying that's is, like a biological Yeah, no, I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Like I don't think we like to see 
like trees cut down. I don't think we like to see um, our environment destroyed. I don't think we like to see like animals um, slaughtered beyond beyond reason, right? Like um, people that don't that people in defense of people or people with a lack of skills being preyed upon. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Like hundred percent. And yeah, I think that's, I think that's something that that's, that's a connected piece that we all have, that we all share, you know, with every living thing, with every living thing. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's negotiable, Um, but no, there was, there was no self, there was no real like self-motivation in that, in that situation. Right. Like there was no, and it, it made me think about your, about what you, what you talked about. Well, it's funny because it's so visceral when it happens, you kind of, you lose your sense of self when that anger or that need to defend somebody or something occurs. It's that it's the, it's the woman throwing herself in front of a train to get her kid out of the way. I don't think she's thinking of me at all. Like, I don't think the, the I is there. Right. Yeah. And like, even in the smallest situations, when we see somebody that's in pain or we see somebody that is upset right? Like, I think there's a, there's an authentic, um, there's an authentic motivation there to be helpful, to be, to be, uh, you know, protective in that situation, you know? Um, Dude, it's, there's an experience I had at Ridgeview. Like you always wonder, you know, like you always wonder if you have the metal or the temperament for when that moment arises, will I do the right thing? Or will I do the heroic or the stand-up thing? You just, you don't know till the moment comes. And I think yeah. that's what's so I think what's so interesting about the way we experience art, literature, films, everything, television, whatever stories that we're listening to, the myths, uh, the mythology, Greek myths, all that stuff. It's almost like a, a level of training for ourselves. Like we're we are into these stories. We watch Star Wars over and over again so we can. It's at least for me, it feels like I, 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 I exist in these in the role of these characters as I watch it. And, and, the, and the hopes of that would be the way that I could be in that situation. Yeah. And, and, then, and then the hope is, is that when that moment does arrive, if it ever arrives, you'd be able to act upon all the stimulation of all these other heroes you'd watched to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a- you know, I think I, like from my own personal experience, for some reason, and it, this touches on another point of that, but like, for some reason, I've, I've always been, um, you know, protective of vulnerable people, you know, like, um, I don't have, if I, if I see somebody that's was being mistreated at school, like I was never a bully in school, but there were times where people were doing things that were inappropriate to like the nerd, like this nerd buddy of mine. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm watching this go down and like, I, I would step in and say, you know, fuck off, like leave this kid, leave this guy alone. That's not about me at all. Like I'd rather have, there's a part of me that would rather have me handle the situation and like be fled to the, you know, um, fed to the wolves than have him, have him do it. Right. Really? And I, I think that that's a, and you know, like team sports, right? Like, I mean, grow you played football and I played hockey. Like, if there was ever anything that was done inappropriately to one of the guys on my team, like you had a responsibility to, you had a responsibility to respond and stand up for him, you know? Absolutely. Um, And I think that that's a genuine, I think that's a genuine thing. Now taking that a step further, it becomes problematic when I use that as leverage to get somebody else to do something for me. Yeah. So, right. Like, and I've done that before where I've done something that I thought was stand upish, but then after reflection, I'd be like, well, you know, I did this for you. There was a, there was somebody that this is a crazy story, but like, um, I was, uh, dating this girl and we went to a, a friend's birthday party and we we're at this, this, uh, trendy club in Minneapolis. And we sat down at this booth or whatever. And like, everybody was dancing and, um, my girlfriend at the time, she got up to dance and somebody went and stole her purse from the booth. Mm. Right. And you know how that goes, right? It's like three o'clock in the morning. And then finally, the, like I, 
realize that the purse is stolen. You know, it's this big, this big thing, and the yeah. phones in there, and the keys are in there, or whatever. Well, like, I stayed up all night uh, that night, and I was sober, but I stayed up all night and kept checking the iPhone to see if the dude would turn the phone on. Uh-huh. Right. Well, and the dipshit turned it on. Oh. So I got the location of where the phone was. Ooh. And I screenshotted it, right? And I saved it. And I figured out where the phone was in relationship to the GPS. And so the next morning, I told my girlfriend, I was like, hey, I know where the phone is. And uh, we can go and get it, right? And um, so we get in the car and we're heading towards the 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 town that the the phone was in and uh she was smart like she said to call the police which we ended up doing but i didn't want to call the police like i wanted to go and knock on the dude's door and be like where the fuck is the phone you wanted to clean east with it no i just wanted to confront the guy and be like where's the phone like i know we've i know we've got we've, i've got it right here you you turn the phone on i was up i got it like i know it's here what'd you do with it like where is it and um Finally, like we got there and the police were there. Wait a second. Wait a second. You wanted to do that because. I wanted to do that to get her her stuff back. You just wanted to confront the guy. I wanted to get her stuff back. Like you didn't want to use the police. No, I a hundred percent. Like I didn't want to, cause I didn't think that they were going to be able to get it back. Like I didn't want to have to go through a warrant and like do all this, like the legal stuff. I just wanted to handle the situation and get my girlfriend, her, her, her stuff back, like get her phone back now. So there was no urge for confrontation. It was just a matter of, no, I wasn't going to go and like, I didn't have any, like, um, there wasn't any, I wasn't like going to hurt the guy or like want to hurt him. And I just wanted to get the stuff back. But can you, can you see how that would be perceived if you were answering the door as being a confrontational act? Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent in hindsight. Yeah. hundred percent. But the motivation in doing that was like, I saw my, uh, I saw the, you know, my girlfriend that, you know, she was in pain and like, was, you know, distraught that her stuff was gone. And I stayed up while she slept on my phone trying to find it. Now, like, I wasn't doing that, like, for me. Like, I, I genuinely just wanted to get it back for her because I thought it was a wrongdoing. Like, it was just something that right didn't need to happen. Yeah. and um, Anyways, the police get there and they go up to the door and they knock on the door and the guy, they take the guy out and they said, well, they said to say to him like, Hey, you know, these people aren't going to press charges, but they know the phone's here. Um, so can you just give the phone back? And he goes in, he opens his trunk up and he's got the purse in the trunk of his car. And he gives, um, gives the purse to the officer and the officer brings the purse to my girlfriend. And that's, that's the end of it. Now. It was, it, you know, it was great, but like, I look back on that and I'm like, you know, what was the motivation in doing it? You know, um, wait, wait, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it was just that. That's it. I mean, it ended up being get, getting resolved. So, so you, even though you don't press charges, right. A police officer sees a guy pick a stolen good up and returns it to you. And that's all fine. That's it. That was it. Cause I talked to the police as I was going over there. I was like, Hey, look, I know that the guy's got the phone or had the phone. It's like, I've got all the, I've got the evidence right here on my phone. I screenshotted it. I've got it. So, um, I'm either going to, if you guys don't want to do this, then I'm going to go and talk to the guy and see if I can get the phone back. Right. So I, you know, like I let the officers know that that's what I was dealing That's what I was working with. And it's sort of, <laughs> yeah, well, it just sort of, it just put them in a position where they knew that I was, I was sincere in what I was saying that like, this is going to happen one way or another. So you guys can either, either do it yourselves or I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. You were, but they knew, putting it. they knew that I was going to do it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and it was, it ended up working out. Like it worked out. The phone was back. It wasn't damaged. There was nothing, you know, it was, it was great. And like it, it worked out just, it worked out just fine. But, um, you know, and I, I don't even know like where that, 
I don't know where that stuff comes from. And I've looked at that a few times and I just, I just believe that that's just a natural thing. I think we, I think we naturally want to, I think we naturally want to be there for each other and, and help out any way we can, no matter the circumstance or conditions. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's just an innate human, human thing. Cause in, in, so kind of on a, uh, on a certain level, like if, if there's, if there's harm done or if there's something done to someone else, it's being done to me, right? Like if I am, if I am actually connected and I come from the same source as everything, then it's all the same. And I think that that's the, the connected piece, regardless of the situation, like it could be, you know, not, not, you know, giving a pencil back that was somebody's or like from a, what we would maybe deem as a principled place. Um, I just think we, I think it, I think we want to have each other's back. I think that's a natural thing. Hmm. You know, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I've tried to listen to all the evolutionary biologists and crack the code of like, what, what is it about our tribal nature or what is it about our domestication or environmental, you know, maintaining and, and being safe in our environments? Like, is this a survival mechanism and it just all breaks down because no matter how far back you go, there's, there's these phenomena that occur. I mean, not only that, but like we've talked, talked about before, but just the idea that how we're attracted to people. Yeah. We just, we don't have any reasoning behind it or for it. It just, we're like these magnets that are bouncing in and out of each other's lives without any real, this is the thing too, is like, you, you said this earlier, but it, it's been happening to me where, where. Someone will ask me, why am I doing something? And I've stopped coming up with answers. I've stopped creating stories to tell because a lot of times I don't have one. Yeah. Feeling. I feel like it. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it, what's, it's what wants to happen. <laughs> yeah. I just said, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I got, you know, I'm not sure why I did this, you know, and that's. But it's interesting. That's it's, the easiest. It's interesting. Sharing, sharing the processes out loud so a person can understand it is helpful, though. Like the, the example would be. I didn't think the boy should go to school today. He stayed home sick this weekend with me. We were both sick all weekend. Right. He got sent home from school Friday. They said, just stay. You know, there might have been a covid person, blah, blah, blah. Stay. Keep him isolated. He was still coughing. And I was like, I don't think we should send him tomorrow. Right. I don't think he should go to school. And she said, you know, why not? And I just, I didn't give a reason. Yeah. Um, if I could have given a reason, it would have made more like we may, he might've stayed home. Like he might've, we might've avoided that him being sent home again. But, you know, I think like to bring it back around, right. Like tapping into that, uh, tapping into that true, that true nature of, of what it is. I mean, if you would have asked me like, well, why did you, why did you stay up all night and keep checking? I mean, I had to check the thing a thousand times. Like I had to check that thing a thousand times. Like, why did you, why did you do that for, for, for somebody? Like it wasn't your phone. Like you were fine. Like, why didn't you, why didn't, and I, in my mind, I'm like, well, it's just the, it's the right thing to do. Like it's, it's the thing that I would want someone to do for me. Like, right. It's, a, it's just, it's just a, it's how I, it's how it, I think we're wired, you know, like, and you see, you take a sort of a scope at the world and you look at, you know, some of the havoc that's created. And I just, I don't buy that as being true. I don't think that's the real, I think, I don't think that's the real nature of, of, of who we are, like what we're about. Um, I, I, but you know, again, like we have minds and we have characters and we have things that have been slapped on us and those things can drive, can drive me and people to do things that, you know, you don't want to do. And, um, that's the importance for me, at least of like, at least being aware of that and taking a look at it because there's nobody else responsible for, for that. Like there's nobody, I can't blame I can't blame somebody else for how I'm showing up, you know, like that's, that's on me to, 
that's my job, you know? So, um, yeah, it's interesting stuff, but I, I agree with you. I mean, for me, like I prefer to, when I'm, when I feel, feel, feel my best and like feel connected or not like connected, but I feel like I'm in the flow. It's when I'm not, I'm not overthinking or I'm just, I'm just practicing and like playing and life is just sort of, you know, it's just, it's just cruising. It's just doing what, doing what it does. Same here. That's, that's when I, yeah, that's, that's the, uh, the G spot of serenity. Heck yeah. I want to, I want to ask you, there was a use, there was a viewer, a listener question that came in. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know if it's, if they're actually a listener. They listen, he, they listen to us sometimes. It's from Reed, okay? <laughs> okay. Hey, Reed. This one's coming in from Reed. Uh, Reed wants to know, why do I only experience this particular body's sensations? why do I only experience like the, the senses of my body? Yes. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> what? Is that not a read question? If you've ever heard one? No, it is. It's great. <laughs> I mean, the, the long or the short of it is, is that like, I haven't transcended my body. <laughs> I mean, there's, uh, there's several stories out there and personal experiences that have been shared of people experiencing other people's bodies. There was a, there's a story in, um, there's a story in Yogananda's book, um, where there was a woman that experienced, um, on a really regular basis, the crucifixion of Christ. Oh, like she would actually experience the, the whole thing, you know, like mm. the blood and the, that whole, she'd experience that physical, that physical thing. Um, and Yogananda writes about it and he was there. He, he was there. He, he watched it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's got, the, and, and my, my thought was when I heard the question was very similar vein, like the mirror neurons, when I'm watching you know, gruesome horror movies of limbs getting chopped off. There's a part of me that feels it. So I'm not even necessarily sure if, if uh, I, I'm that we don't actually feel what other people feel. Well, I remember, so I remember this, uh, there was a story, there was an experience that I had when I was in a high, uh, I was a senior in high school. And this is, this is wild because, um, my sister and I went to the same school and my sister's eight years younger than I am. And she was in, uh, I think first grade. No, she was in third grade, I think at the time. And I had, uh, I was coming back to campus for senior graduation stuff. And like, we were in the same, the same hall, like the same room. And my sister's there and she's got her, you know, her plaid uniform on. And she just, she's just a, adorable, you know, like totally just a kid. And, um, she was so, she was like super excited to see me, you know, like when I came in, she was just like waving at me and smiling, you know? And, uh, I went over to talk to her and like gave her a hug and, you know, asked her how she was doing today and whatever, even though I'd just seen her like two hours before. And, um, her teacher was the same teacher that I had when I was in that same grade. And, the teacher ended up scolding my sister for doing like, for saying hi to me and like being happy. Right. And, um, all of a sudden she was like super happy. And then she started crying. Like she her her face just went, it just completely. And I've only experienced that twice in a person. And, uh, you know, it makes me emotional because like, I just saw like every part of her, her being like her, 
who she is, like just completely zapped out of her because a teacher scolded her, you know, like put her in her place because she wasn't she wasn't doing it the way that her teacher like she wasn't behaving the way her teacher wanted to behave. And um, I was. I felt like ever I felt that. I felt that and I felt those emotions like in my body, like I felt. I felt her pain and I felt her like I just felt everything like it just everything changed in me as soon as I saw that happen for her. And. Um, yeah, I was just I was really emotional and I went up to the teacher. Miss Malin, and I said, you ever do that to my little sister again? I said, there's going to be a problem. Wow. Little Peter, dude. Yeah. The Pied Piper Peter, even as a Peter, a little boy, dude. Hold yeah, it down. I, I was just absolutely like crushed. Like I was just crushed. Wow. And um, I went over and I gave my sister a kiss and I gave her a hug. And I said, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. And um, then when when I saw her that night, I asked her, I was like, so what happened after after that? And she said, uh, the teacher came and apologized man dude man you know what i'm saying like just that level of i mean it, it was like the purest thing man like it was just the purest it was just the purest childlike energy just she was just happy right yeah that her big brother was there and she got to see me and like we were super close when she was a kid and like it was just really really it was a pure moment you know and this teacher got in the like changed all of that she changed the energy of all of that and and made it into a different no awareness like no understanding that like and you know what i can't i have to like in thinking about it now i have to think that like she the teacher knew who i was and like when i was in her uh when i was in her class like i was a disaster <laughs> you know what i mean like i was yeah, always yeah. going to the principal's office and, like, yeah causing problems in school and her class so like maybe she had some resentment towards me but like my sister didn't deserve that at that time and um i just couldn't i just couldn't i wasn't going to stand back and like watch that i wasn't going to just sit there and and take that like i had to say something man i'm glad you but, did but i think that that's part of i think that's part of who we are i think we feel that stuff you know yeah i think so too and I think there's different levels of it with people, but yeah. Yeah. It's a sensitivity uh, awareness type thing. And sometimes not even that. Sometimes it's just kind of how we are. Yeah, exactly. It's everybody in a stadium singing a song. Everyone knows the song. But yeah, dude, this is great. Would you be, dude, would you be down with kind of being spontaneous with this thing? Like if I text you and be like, yo, you want to record and we just see what happens there? Yeah, fuck the schedule. Yeah. I like it, dude. I, I mean, like, it's kind of cool. I like the idea that, like, who says we have to just do one a week or two a week? Like, we could just roll them out. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, um, thanks, dude. I was a little concerned when you said you were, you were you were sick, so I'm glad you're doing all right. Yeah, I woke up and, like, it was like, I was talking like this. Like, I was like, I can't even do anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to see you, man. I'm glad to hear that. I didn't even get to ask you how things have been for you for the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, kind of similar to you, really. Like, just, uh, yeah, like, it's, it's kind of hard to put it into words, but I, I guess I guess we could say that I came back. So oh, really? Peter came back. Peter did come back. Yeah. So like, there. You know, it's just he was the gone world. the last time we talked. He went yeah, away. It was for... great. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was but he great. came now back. It's like, yeah. Now you know the world doesn't treat me right, and um, I'm I'm working too much, and these customers just don't know what they're talking about. Like, all, you know what I mean? All that stuff. Like, so, but it's, um, it's cool. I, it's nothing I haven't, you know, 
experienced before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a constant, it's a constant learning. I mean, it's just, it's the game, dude. It's the highs and lows, the ups, the downs, the, uh, the dude said it best, right? The dude, it's like strikes and gutters, you know, it's, it's all up and down, man, but it always abides. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, the, the biggest difference I think is that like, I don't, I'm not so far out anymore, you know, like I don't, I don't have to go so far out in, in, in whatever I think my life is going to be. Yeah. It's more, it's more isolated and it's like, all right, well, it's cool for now. Like, it's just, it's cool for now. Um, just, just leave it alone. And, you know, like, like to your point, one of the things that I get to practice is uh, not forcing, not forcing things. You know, I think it's, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be irrational. It's okay to have sleepless nights. It's okay to not be functional at work from time to time. It's okay to like not want to do anything. It's okay to write, play video games all day or like read books all day or just sit on the couch and feel sorry for yourself sometimes. Like I don't need to be any other way than, than what it is that I'm being. And, um, that's a, that's a relief. Now it doesn't, it doesn't mitigate the fucking feelings and like the, like how I, how I, I feel about it. But like, I know, I know that it's, I know that it'll pass and that there'll be something else and there'll be something else and something else. And it's just the way it is. And that's okay. Beautiful. I, I yeah. Let's end there, dude. I'm, I'm on board. That's okay, exactly okay. it. It's okay. Dunk it in, dude. Dunk that in. Slap that in. Send this to the fucking stations. Thanks for joining us, everyone who's listening. And thanks, uh, Reed, for the question. Yeah, thank you, Reed, for the question. Uh, so please, please don't know you're sending us another one because he had no idea I was going to draw that out into here. But if you do have questions, send them our way. And uh, we'll be back soon. All right. Au revoir. Au revoir. When I'm birthed from myself, getting closer to the stars, I'm being invaded by the dark. Trying to recognize myself when I feel a place. Oh, no.
but they can't keep me a sweet for the long cut.